don't know about you, but I could listen to that intro song. Yeah. That intro song is awesome. Give him some love. Who, who, who's playing that? So, man, so that was a part when we started our podcast and said, hey, you got to have a cool intro song, right? Like We're music guys. We... It's a big part of our lives. Uh, big, it's a big part of listening. You yeah. like to play. You can yeah. play music. Well, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> poorly. <laughs> no, I play poorly. You play... Mediumly. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, we just love music. And so we were... We like the same music. We've been to concerts together. Yeah. We kind of jam out and stuff. And so we found some stuff online. So if you don't know, when you do a podcast... You, um, or when you do something like this, you got to find songs that are with like no royalty, like copyright free type or pay deal. for it, or you pay a lot of money, <laughs> a for lot somebody. of money, and or we could have just gone like, do, 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 da, do, diva, diva, do, ba. We like could have just done that, but we decided not to. So we, um, Reached out to one of our former. We have lots of talented people around us. Around us, so one of my former students, Mason Thomas, come on, um, is a great guitar player, musician, singer. He can do a lot of good stuff. So we kind of sent him some songs and said, "Don't copy these. Just like make your own thing. Make your own thing, but we want this to feel and sound." Dude. And like two weeks later, they sent us this, and they're like, "Hey, we can make it better." And we're like, "No, it can't. It can't get this any is better. what we wanted to hear." So um, shout out to Mason. Thank you so much. I don't know if you listen to this, uh, but I will text him now and say you need to listen to this because your song you're is featured. on our you're on our podcast. Yeah, super um, cool. In there, well, hey, thanks for joining us, guys, um, for our new episode. Again, we have moved past the I am statements, and we're kind of going a little bit rogue, a little mm. bit something different. Yeah. Here today, um, last week, remember I asked, hey, share this with somebody if you know they live in the Dakotas. Sorry to say, <laughs> as of when we are recording this, no one in the Dakotas has listened to the podcast, but we gained Arizona. We, we picked up Arizona. That's a solid pickup. We picked up Arizona. Shout out. Hey, Arizona, welcome to the, welcome to the team. Welcome, welcome to the family. Uh, uh, one download, and I could probably figure out. Go, go, go town city on it. I don't know what town and city. I probably should have had that already up right now. I will look. When I find the town and city in Arizona, I will let you know. Because I have never... No, that's not true. I've been to Arizona. <laughs> I've been to Arizona once in like 2002. Have you really? Yeah, it was a long time. What was it like? It was hot. Ah, Peoria, Arizona. Oh, I don't... Never I don't heard even, of it. <laughs> oh, I just saw that. Peoria, Arizona. Well, cool. Well, thanks, Peoria, if you're listening there. Keep on listening. I'm 100% sure we're saying that wrong. No, I don't think so. I feel like there's a... P-E-O-R-I-A. You think there's P some... Peoria. Oh, I, no, I like the other one. Peoria. <laughs> Peoria. Um, well, hey, we're down to... Hey, so we're up to 16 states. That's cool. 16 states mm -hmm. in four episodes. <laughs> 16 states, four episodes. 
Four Facebook posts. Four Facebook posts. <laughs> we're uh, killing we're, it on this marketing. Hey, so on the social media, we haven't told you this, but we have a Twitter account and we have an Instagram account. Wait, we do? And we also have <laughs> and we also have a Gmail. So if you guys want to send us, Chris has no idea behind as the scenes. We, as we sit here, I had no idea. Yeah, so we oh, that's good. So we do have Have we gotten any emails? <laughs> no, 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 because I haven't told anybody about it. Okay, good. Um because I kind of wanted, so for those of you that don't know, the I Am series, we also did the series with our church the past four or five weeks. Right. Chris and I on Wednesday nights have recorded this. So we have been mirroring what we've been doing at our own church on Wednesday nights here in Birmingham, Alabama. And so I didn't really want to, we've been just, hey, we have a new podcast, new podcast, but this is kind of like, for me, like yeah. our first real sure. Like we're, start. This is what the podcast is. We're not gonna. There's a fork in the woods. And there's uh, there's that's, two ways you can go now. in the fork. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of our first. Hey, this is what the podcast is. We're right. not gonna copy what we do at church anymore. Uh-huh. Um, church isn't gonna copy what we do here anymore. This is gonna be completely separate news. So I haven't sent that stuff out mm-hmm. uh, with that. So if you have um, any ideas, any questions, any suggestions, if you wanna just hit us like, hey, I like this point, wanna say what's up to us from Peoria, Arizona. I wanna hear from you. Uh, you can go to Sir our or our Gmail account and it's just thebiblebuffoons at gmail.com. Nice and clean. Nice and clean. No you one can- else had it, surprisingly. Uh, the Bible buffoons at gmail.com on our Instagram. We're the BP. Whoa. We're the BB pod, the BB pod on Instagram, on Instagram. We'll post something tomorrow. Well, oh my goodness. Thursday, the day oh this comes out, we'll post a graphic for it. <laughs> Say what's up. Uh, we also have a Twitter and you can just find us at the Bible buffoons, but I think it changes the name to Bible buffoons. The Oh, well, good. But if you search the Bible buffoons, you can find it. That's fine. Um, I don't even have a tweeter. Yeah, well, on the Twitter, no, I do. Uh, we don't have a Facebook, but on the Twitter, on the um, Instagram, the BB Pod, and then the Bible buffoons at gmail.com if you want to reach us out. That's all of our stuff. Since we don't have ads to reach do out at the connect. beginning, <laughs> like most podcasts have yeah. a bunch of ads. We just talk about uh, music and. Also, this is our time to chat That's true. for our business to let you know that we also have social media for this podcast. <laughs> so that you guys just joined us in our business meeting. This is a staff meeting. This is a staff meeting right now. <laughs> we have these things uh, going on. All right. So let me tell you about my best friend. Yeah. My buddy, my buddy, Rue, my four-year-old Jack. Come on, Jack. So Jack you, you have a four-year-old Jude. Jack and Jude are best friends. Troublemakers. Um, they're not in each other's class this year because yeah. the principal was like, we don't need to do that. And we're like, good call. Um, <laughs> they're together enough. They're together enough. But anyways, Jack, like every four-year-old does, he's now learning some boundaries. Mm. What he can and can't do. How can he press and push that line in listening to mommy and daddy. Do I not have to do that? And one of the ways that he pushes that line is in his speech and the way that he kind of talks. So he will say something, maybe like, you're the meanest daddy in the world. And I'm like, whoa, come on, come on, buddy. Straight to the heart. Like, oh, that's, he's like, you're the meanest. And it's like, hey, and he goes, I'm sorry. My mouth just says that. <laughs> 
or we'll say, Jack, we could pick that up. He'll go, whatever. We're like, Hey, we don't talk that way. He goes, sorry, my mouth just said that. It's not me. Yeah. And it's like, Hey, now where'd you get that from? Like, yeah. it's my mouth. I can't like, no, you control your you're mouth. The boss. You're the boss of it. Like, you know what you're saying. You, you know, you know what you're doing. Um, and so that got me thinking yeah. about a topic for us to talk about today. Mm. Looking into the book of James, James is so rich in just content, so rich in uh, um, practical mm -hmm. application for yeah. your life. And in James, we get in, in James 3, this whole deal about um, taming your tongue. Yeah. And it's not something new in scripture. Mm -hmm. You can go back to the Old Testament. You can go back to Proverbs. You can go back to Psalms. Mm -hmm. You can go back and, and learn more about it. But this idea of taming your tongue. And so like a four-year-old, mm -hmm. I can clearly look at him and say, hey, dude, that's not cool. But again, do I look at myself at the way that I talk? Yeah. And are we quick? And are we this? And then we say, well, it's not me. It's just my tongue. <laughs> And when I look at my son, I go, that's I got not, a smart mouth. I got a smart mouth. And then when I look at my son, I go, no, that's not true. But a little bit when we yeah. read scripture, maybe my son is an early theologian and he <laughs> has read James three and he's like, daddy, I told you it's not me. No man can tame their tongue. <laughs> <laughs> he starts doing that on me. Oh, uh, that's good. But yeah. So, so yeah, so I just want to hit on this subject, you know, back in the past few episodes, we've kind of had two different things. Mm -hmm. Just going to be me and you talking about. Yeah taming the tongue and what does that look like in 2020? What does that look like back then and now? And Hey, uh, foreshadowing, this just popped in my head. I probably should have saved it for later, but what, what does taming the tongue look like in 2020? Taming the thumbs. Taming. Ooh, are you taming <laughs> the tongues and taming the thumbs? Ooh, we'll get there. We will get there. You know what we mean? Yeah. You no, know, you mentioned, you're uh, listening to podcasts. You know what we mean? <laughs> you know what's up? Uh, you mentioned that James is just like this awesome, rich text. And one thing that like right off the bat is super cool about James that I have never noticed until I was preparing for this is that unlike a lot of these uh, letters that Paul wrote, which are addressed to specific churches and they're dealing with these specific issues and like there's this work that we have to do to try to understand the issue that was going on and then try to apply that in some way to our current context. Uh -huh. It says James is writing this book uh, to the 12 tribes dispersed abroad and he's writing it to brothers and sisters. Like this isn't to a church. This is a book about like general wisdom about living a life in the kingdom of God. And so like, I'm, my, my ears perked up. I was like, oh, cool. Like there's just uh, one less step that you've got to do. What I, what I take that to mean is like, this is a letter for Christians to read and to try to understand what it means to live out a life of Christ. Yeah, absolutely. So let's just start at um, three. Let's just start at three, one. We can you know, we could jump to four, but let's go ahead and start at three, one. I think there's some good stuff in there. And for me, there's kind of three different areas that I want to hit in this, but if we get time, yes or no, we'll see. Three, one, James three, one, not many of you should become teachers. Well, maybe that's for the Bible buffoons. Maybe you should <laughs> look and go. Okay. Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers, for you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. 
For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man. Okay, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle his whole body. Verse 3, if we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. They are all, though, though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. Boasts of great things. This idea of just how strong, how important our tongue is. Mm. I read just a little bit about how our tongue is made up of eight different muscles. I read that too. Right? Yeah. So it's made up of eight different muscles. And it's one of the strongest yeah. muscles in, I think, comparison to size, you know, uh-huh. I would say that your leg or your bicep is probably a little bit stronger, but just in the size and what it can do. But when you think back into this uh, of just how important our words are, mm. how important our speech is mm. to other people. So at the beginning of this, it says, hey, some of you guys you like to just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and you don't talk straight and you don't talk right and you don't Mm -hmm. talk the way you should and you should not be teachers because those are teachers will be uh, uh, viewed more strictly. Yeah. You know, in that, and I I love where it says, if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man. We think about like, do not sin, do not do this. But he says, if you don't Stumble in your words, then you are a perfect man. And it says, <laughs> and no one is a perfect man. Yeah. So everyone is going to stumble in their words. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it, it, different points in my life, you know, you hear this. I think it's interesting. The section about controlling the tongue starts off with a warning uh, to teachers. And at other points in my life, it's like, so is, is the outcome of the life of a student the responsibility of the teacher is that what the saying is like if you get into teaching but i don't think so i think there's a reason that it starts off this section about the tongue and it's because if you put yourself in a position of authority yes if you put yourself in a position of influence and power over a group of people and then you misuse that by misusing your tongue it's saying watch out yeah Yes, I think it's a big deal of just watch out for the power that you have mm-hmm. when you're in front of people and when you have an audience yeah. that people look out to you. For us as ministers, this is big. Huge. Like me or you are on stage almost every Sunday mm-hmm. or we're teaching a class or right. we have 16 states listening to us in this podcast because <laughs> they're like, we want you to hear from the Bible, right? Yeah. Or we want to hear from the Bible and just hear what you guys, what you guys have to say. Yeah. We got to watch out what we say. We do a little research here. We yeah, like to babble and have fun and yeah. we kind of talk off the cuff and ask each other questions, but we hope that this is biblically based and that's what our goal is, is yeah. that, Hey, we're going to read the scripture and kind of do our homework on it too. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't want to, I don't want to get too broad here, but I think it's got applications beyond uh, just sort of like this teacher student oh, uh, position of authority. And I think it's like, be careful of, of what you do and say in front of all sorts of types of people, because every interaction that you have is creating this perception of what the kingdom of God is all about. If you choose to uh, present yourself as a representative 
yeah. of Jesus, yeah. then man, everything you do is being kind of weighed against that standard. So that's, that's a big deal. And I would say one of the biggest ways that we can, can um, influence or shine God's light is the way that we talk to people. Mm-hmm. You Especially have, strangers. Exactly. Yeah. You have been to a restaurant. You and I have both waited tables. Yes. What and was your least favorite shift? I don't know if this was the same at the Cracker Barrel. But well, it, it had two parts for me. My least favorite was opening at Cracker Barrel because I had to be there at like 5 a.m. That's not good. And I usually closed. Yeah. So if I closed the night before and randomly had to open, I was like, what, why are y'all doing this? <laughs> I like to open because yeah. I got a lot of money. Yeah. I know where you're going <laughs> and I agree with you. Yeah. Sunday, one o'clock. Yep. The Sunday, Sunday 11.30 lunch crowd. lunch crowd, which you would think... I got the least amount of tips and I got the most complaints. Yep. And across and, the board. And and we I, were in the south. And we're in the south. We're in the south. I think I think I you know, I didn't have that many bad experiences, but I think every sort of bad, ugly experience I had waiting tables happened on a Sunday lunch shift. You knew you're going to get a lot of people in. Uh, um but I knew, man, I'm going to have to be on my game. Yep. I'm, they have no, I'm going to no have time. to have thick skin. Yep. I'm going to just be like, you know what? It's not going to be perfect today. And, and you're not going to make a lot of money. And I'm not going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Was <laughs> When I was in, um, after I graduated college, I tried to get a youth minister job. I was not um, engaged. and <laughs> I was not qualified. <laughs> I was not qualified. I was not engaged. I wasn't married. Which when they look for a youth minister yeah. or a student pastor, usually it's like, did you go to a Christian school and get a degree? And are you married? Yeah. And I was like, no and no. I went to <laughs> MTSU and I had a girlfriend. I wasn't even engaged to my wife at the time. So I was getting my master's of theology yeah. at uh, Lipscomb University in Nashville. And I was working at Cracker Barrel. And so I would work Sundays and I would work yeah. every day. And I remember working a Sunday, Sunday afternoon, and I got this track. Now this is probably, I think everyone had tracks, but yeah. for sure in the COC world, in the oh, Church yeah. of Christ world, it's these little bitty pamphlet booklets that are like, do you know where you're going when you die? What must you, you do die? to be saved? Yes, yes, like what do you do? All these things. The devil's coming, what are you doing? Well, this one was folded to look like a $5 bill. Ooh, that's dirty. And so it was on the table and I grabbed it and I was like, this doesn't feel like money. Ugh. And it folded and you'll fold it up and it was like, join us for church. Are you saved? And I'm like, I'm in theology school. <laughs> like I'm getting my master's in this. And I'm trying to pay for it. And I'm it. trying to pay for it. Give me the five bucks, buddy. Hey, and- hey folks, let me just tell you, that ain't cute. That ain't cute. If you want to do that, throw it down with a $20 bill inside of it. And, and, there you and, go. and, we're all set, but like, if you can't, if you can't afford to tip, you cannot afford to eat out. That's just the way it is. That's the way it is. That is one of the biggest things in our student ministry. When we go on trips, yeah. we have to have a sit down conversation with people. Like, because this meal says $15, it's not $15 yeah. or it's not, it's a little bit more, buddy. You need yeah. to tip. Anyways. Well, we say all that and, and like, we're making a big <sighs> deal of this one type of interaction. Yeah. But I can tell you, maybe you... It sticks in your mind. I remember these things and how from ma- a 12 years ago. How many people did you work with in those restaurants that weren't followers of Jesus? A who lot. Had a terrible... A 
impression of Jesus because of his representatives. I, I, even though we're in the South, yeah. a lot of the servers we were not Christians. Maybe yep. they were when they were younger. I think that's pretty common yeah. amongst that you know workforce. The culture, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But you, the way to show God's light, I think in our world, one of the biggest ways mm. is how you talk to people. Kindness. Kindness. When you, Kindness is so bizarre now because people don't walk around yeah being kind <laughs> no it's very secluded and about self and it's this idea of <sighs> every time that i go to a place that i have to interact with somebody that is serving me or working yeah. whether it is um gonna buy a coke at the gas station mm -hmm. or walmart walmart drive through starbucks drive through whatever i pick up something yep. the the FedEx guy was at our house yesterday. We were happened to be outside in the front yard. Yeah. So I'm interacting with these people. I make it a point all the time. This is not like, hey, look at me, pat myself on the back. But I try to make it a point all the time to say, hey, thank you, and I appreciate you. Yeah. Every time. Hey, man, I really appreciate you. Thank you for doing the job you're doing, man. Yeah. I, I really appreciate it. That's good. It makes probably a big do, deal. Because you probably don't hear that. Yeah. But how we use our tongue, our tongue as we read is very important to how um, – to how it can affect someone's day, yeah. affects a relationship with Christ. It holds so much weight, like a bit in the horse's mouth mm -hmm. or a rudder on a big ship. It can steer going through this. Yeah, that's the that's the positive side. It's like if you can get a rein on that tiny little thing, then you've got some some ability to direct your life and to have control over yourself and your emotions. But what's the flip side that James gives us? He says. He says at the end uh, of five, um, the tongue is a small part of the body. Consider how a small fire yeah. sets ablaze a large forest. Man, and like wildfires are roaring right now. Yeah, in California and Oregon. Yeah, it's huge. And it takes like, a spark. A gender reveal thingy is what yes. set all this off. And just think about the imagery of like the destruction that can happen from an unkind phrase. Yeah from uh, shooting uh, a dart at your wife, you know, verbally. Oh, uh, with you know. one little word and you know what you're doing. Yep. And, and it's like the message to me here, it's like despite appearances and what we appear to be strong in and like our willingness to do good stuff, it can all be brought down by an ill-advised statement by one word <laughs> yeah right by one statement all the good works that we've done yep. all the bridges that mm -hmm. we built can be torn down by how we do it and, and, and it's tough yeah um when, when we read in this right uh, for for every kind of beast and bird and reptile this is verse seven for every kind of beast and bird of of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But verse eight, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. Mm. I wish that my four year old, would, you know, would have quoted this right here to me. <laughs> hey, daddy, hey, daddy, but no human being can tame the tongue. It's a restless, it's a restless evil. evil full of deadly poison. And it just kind of go through this. So we have this and say, Hey, choose your words wisely. Yeah. Be kind. Know what you're saying. Know your words have power. Know this. But then we read eight and it says, okay, <laughs> but you can't do it. Yeah. And you go, uh, okay. So what does that mean? I, I can't do this. Yeah. 
I can't do this by myself. Mm. Um, and really for this, I think that this is more of, I think this is more of an issue. Again, this isn't a commandment. Mm. This isn't like a big long list of commandments of mm. like, hey, this is, be, this is a truth. This is just this is reality. A, this is a truth and reality. Yeah. And I think they know you, you can't do this alone. Yeah. This is an inward thing. This isn't a mouth thing. Mm -hmm. This isn't a tongue thing. This uh -oh. isn't Here we go. a teeth thing. Uh -huh. This is a heart thing. That's right. This is a heart issue. Our words are the outward expression of what is going on in our hearts. Absolutely. And so and Jesus had a lot to say about that. Jesus had a lot to say <laughs> about that, right? Yeah. About it starts with us. Yeah. And um, really it is, think about what you put into your body is what's going to come out of your body. No doubt. And so when we talk to our students and we talk to our kids and like, Hey, what are you watching? What are you listening to? What mm. are you scrolling past? What kind of things, what are you reading? Who do you hang around? Yeah. Those things, as much as we say that it doesn't influence mm -hmm. us, it does Yeah. in little ways or in big ways. And I think in speech is one of those big ways that the things that we listen to and hear and are around it, what you put in your body is what's going to come out of the body. Yeah. My wife and I, 82% of the conversation that we have back and forth are office quotes. Our movie quotes, our office quotes. It's because we watch The Office all the time. That's yeah. what goes in is what's coming out. Right? <laughs> and so it could be office quotes. Cool. I'm sure that doesn't hurt each other, <laughs> but it can be other things. Yeah. It could be scripture. It could be worship. It yeah. could be just words of affirmation. And it could just be true, kind, loving talk of like, yeah. man, I want to get in good news so I can pass out good news. So I can uh, send out. Yeah. I want all the good vibes and I want to give out all the good vibes. Yeah. Right. And it starts with me in the heart. Yeah. You know, James is the half brother of Jesus. Um, and he didn't believe in Jesus when he was alive, but scripture kind of tells us about this encounter that he had with Jesus post-resurrection. Yeah. But like, you can't read this without thinking about the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus's kind of inaugural statement yeah. about what the kingdom of God is all about. And it's like, you may think if you don't run up to your brother and bash him in the head with a rock and kill him that you haven't sinned. But if you hate him in your heart, Ooh. you've already done the deed. Matthew 5, yeah. You may think... If I don't go and sleep with my neighbor's wife, I didn't sin. It's cool. But if you're lusting after her and if it you desire her and, desire. And, and you want her in your heart, you've already done it. And it's this, it's this duality. And James talks about this. He's like, you can't out of one side of your mouth, praise, praise. God. And then out of the other side of your mouth, hate people who are made in the image of God. Right? Yeah. And it's this, and it's this line. And Jesus busted the line in half, and yeah. James is coming after it too. It's like we want to be ruled by these bare minimums. What? Where what, is the line, where is and, the how, line? and how close can I get to that line? How close can I get to it? Versus actually devoting your life to following and trying to be oh, more like that's Jesus. That's good. That's rich. It's where's the line versus Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for them. That ain't no line I've ever heard of. <laughs> you know what I'm right? saying? Yeah. And, and so I love the connection. I love that, that this is Jesus's brother and he had this experience and like 
this whole book, the whole book of James is yeah. heavily influenced by the Sermon on the Mount. Absolutely. And, and you know, it even says in there, it says, even if you say to someone, Raka, mm-hmm. or you fool, yeah. then even that is, and it's like, whoa, so me calling somebody, driving, somebody cut you off, and you're like, <laughs> and what are you doing, dumb dumb? Yeah. Hey, you did watch the road. And it's like, yeah, but he did this to me. Yeah. There's none of, well, if a person cuts you off on I-65, then you're allowed to call them a fool. <laughs> no, right? It, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's how quick and how fast does that come to our brain? Yeah. And if it comes to our brain that fast, then it, it, it for sure is a hard issue. Yeah, we have no to doubt. work on those things. So as we kind of talk about this, about, hey, good vibes in. Jesus in the spirit in inviting them. You can't tame it by yourself. So don't, don't rely a hundred percent on your will. Um, try to do it about, try to do it surrendering to him. Yeah. I need (laughs) your help in this Jesus. This is not about struggle. This is about relationship. (laughs) relationship with surrender Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, I need your help with my words. Let me be kind. Let me say the, you know, the words that you would have me speak and not talk bad about somebody. Another part of this that is not real, that is not directly mentioned in the Bible because the Bible is really old (laughs) and we are in 2020 is I think this new form of this especially since the COVID, uh-huh. since we've been in this pandemic, yeah. especially since this is September right now that we are doing this. If you're, if you listen to this uh, many months from now, this is September, 2020. Um, we have an election yeah. coming up very soon mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter when it is election time, pandemic time. We are stuck at home. A lot mm. of us we're online. Yeah. We're jumping on. We just told you guys that we have Twitter and we have Instagram and we, here's our Gmail account. And how are we using Mm. what you said earlier, taming our tongues and taming, taming our thumbs and taming our thumbs and how you type and the words that you use. Mm. And, And I will tell you some of the saddest times of this pandemic mm. has been going on Facebook yeah. and going on Twitter and going on and just seeing the hate from people that I know and people that I don't know, mm. just going like, man, you think that is a healthy use of your time? Yeah. And then you go to their handle and it's like, father, yeah, <laughs> father, I love workout and Jesus and like yeah. a Bible quote. And oh. you're like, Oh my Please. word. No, you, I no, had you a, I had a really timely conversation last night and uh, was fortunate to uh, be in a meeting with Dr. Jerry Taylor, mm-hmm. um, who's a professor uh, at Abilene Christian University. He is um, in charge of their Carl Spain Center on, on race and the church. And uh, so we were just having a good conversation. And man, it just hit me. What's the opposite of speaking? Silence. Listening, silence. Oh, my be silent. Uh, listening, yeah. We have created this environment. Social media, technology, all this stuff has created this environment where we don't listen to anything. Mm-mm. 
You know what I'm saying? It's not just, listening is not just optional. It's completely unnecessary and foreign to us in, the, in, these, in these environments. And if you're talking, you aren't listening. And what he said, what Dr. Taylor said, our inability to listen to one another is evidence of our inability to listen to God. Oh, wow. We, God is the great teacher of stillness and silence and creating space to hear from him. And, and it's through that practice, through getting quiet, through creating space and time mm-hmm. to be quiet, not say anything and hear from God and to listen that trains us to be able to listen to somebody that we completely disagree with. Oh, absolutely. Right. Because what we've done is, and, and I'm, I'm totally stillness from him. I did not, I'm not smart <laughs> enough to think of this, but he said, we don't treat people like human beings. We treat people like human things. See, a Republican is a thing. A Democrat yeah. is a thing. A libertarian is a thing. Uh, anti-vaxxer is a thing. Yeah, flat earther. If we can, if we can label you, then you're no longer a human being. You're you're a human thing, and I can treat you however I want, or choose not to deal, or yeah. choose to yeah. pretend like you don't exist. But we've got to get back to being human with one another, being human beings yeah, with one another. Good. So the flip side of this taming the tongue is learning to listen. And to learn to listen, you got to be quiet for a minute. you got to be quiet, which is hard. You know, once you start looking at different people, um, I'm an extrovert. Um, I, I, get fueled Me around, too. I get fueled around people. I love yeah. to be around people. But a part of being an extrovert is that I talk to think. Mm. So I talk to like, hey, and my wife, she's an introvert. My wife hates it because I will just say, what's for dinner tonight? And we had the conversation an hour ago. But it's me just saying that <laughs> to get my gears going. And I just start yeah. talking. And, yeah. hey, let me just talk to figure this out and work this out. Instead of sitting, and mm. there's a part that I can learn from introverts, from, from the introverts, is sitting and saying, let me just process. Let me listen. Let me think. And it's not just hearing. Yeah. It's listening. Yep. Not right? hearing to respond. It's not hearing to <laughs> respond, and it's not like Charlie Brown's teacher. Wah, 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 like, wah. let me actually look you in the eye, yeah. or whatever it is. Let me hear. And so, as we kind of wrap this up, there's a there's a few challenges that I have for this. Oh, cool! I'm making these up as I sit here, but some things that just kind of hit me with challenge, this. challenge, challenge. We need accepted. like a button that we can hit that goes challenge. challenge. I can add that in post, but uh, <laughs> so. One, every morning, every hour, if you need to set an alarm, whatever you need to do as you wake up and and then maybe at noon and then maybe at three and maybe at five, and you also know the, the tension parts of your day. Yeah. Right. So, you know, so maybe you wake up in the morning and you're like, this is a jolly good day and I'm fine, but (laughs) man, jolly good day. (laughs) Where did that come from? (laughs) I don't know, man. I told you I'm making this up as I talk. (laughs) So oh, I got Bert from Mary Poppins <laughs> over here. <laughs> so oh, you know the tension parts of your day and maybe in the morning you're fine. It's a jolly good day, but maybe, you know, man, 10 o'clock, I'm about to have a meeting. I got to meet so-and-so I'm about to go into work and I sit next to this person, set an alarm. I'm like asking God to help you in these moments of mm. speech. Like I know that I have a meeting. I know that I have something serious to talk about, or I know that I'm gonna get home from work at five today and I got to be around my kids and my wife and it's a stressful day. I know it's going to be a stressful day. Yeah. 
God, help me with my words that I may be uplifting mm. and praising you and lift others up and yeah. speak those words that you want me to speak. So that's one, asking God. God, just help me in this. Two, put your Jesus lenses on. Ooh. And in every aspect, wherever you go, seek out to speak words of love to somebody else. Yeah. Like, so it may be your spouse and it may be a text message. It may be an email you send to her to something, but it may be, I know that I'm going to go to Chick-fil-A tomorrow. I want to make sure that I am very um, intentional with how I speak and what I speak to this person. Yeah. So it's a choice and you have to be it's a choice. conscious of it. Try to do that. Three, uh, I think kind of the final one is take a self-evaluation of, your social media mm, that can get ugly. That can get ugly. Look at your screen time. One, <laughs> look at your screen time Two, you know, that people can see what you like. Ooh. Right. And so I'm big on this. I get parents that from some teens or other people or people I know that will like things. Well, I didn't say those words, but you shared that video. Yeah. I saw that video now because of you shared it. And yeah. that's not something that you need to be posted out. Look and see at your social media habits. Yep. What are you liking? What are you sharing? What are you retweeting? What are you commenting on? Well, it's truth. Well, it's very important through this election year, man, I got to do this. I got to, no, no, no. Is it words of love? Mm. Is it shining light on Jesus? Are you yeah. lifting somebody up or are you tearing somebody down? Yeah. Think about what you're doing. Take a self-evaluation. I'm not going to tell you what to put, Yeah. but you know what you do. Yeah. So those are my three. Pray, be intentional with your words and take a self-evaluation of your social media on how you are using it. And also I would take another social media part. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going long on this one. If it's good things in and good things out, mm. Who are you following? Yeah. What are you following? And that may be the most important thing. That one may be the most. Because it starts in the heart. into your heart? Right? Yeah. And so are you like, hey, you, I mean, there's lots of stuff on Instagram and on Twitter and things that you can follow that you know what you shouldn't follow. Mm. And take some time to yeah. unfollow, mm. unsubscribe, let go, and find some good stuff. Um, hey, so on our Instagram can account. Can I add one more? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just a, just a, just a recommendation, uh, something that has been deeply impactful for me personally. Um, there is an app called the one minute pause. Uh -huh. Uh, it's by John Eldridge. He's an author. He's written several books. It pairs with a book, but you can totally just do the app. Um, and it's going to remind you twice a day to take you through sort of a guided moment. Ooh. where you can allow God to enter your space. Yeah, absolutely. You clear it out. Um, and man, I can't tell you how awesome it has been, how much peace it's given me to just know that I can choose to stop when I want to stop. I can shut everything down and say, all right, I'm shutting it down. I'm going to listen to God for a minute. Check it out. One minute pause. It's free. It's awesome. Man. So I just told you that uh, at the very beginning of this, we do have... Uh, social media, Instagram and stuff. One of the things that we're going to do uh, probably on Friday or Saturday is on our Instagram and on our Twitter, um, we're going to post some encouraging things to follow on each one of those sites. So if you follow us on Instagram, hey, 
if you need to unfollow some things, here, <laughs> here are some uplifting things that you can follow to kind of make you feel good and to kind of get your heart in the right place. Yeah. And we'll do that for Instagram and for Twitter. I'll take over Twitter since... I don't, know nothing, I don't know anything about the Twitter. He doesn't have it, so I'll do that. He has some Instagram stuff, and we'll do that. I missed the Twitter boat. It just it left the dock without me. Man, I joined in 08. Yeah. I've been on it for a while. I tweet only sports things about once every eight months. There you go. I just kind of just get information. I tweet uh, sports things. I, I tweet sports things <laughs> uh, and maybe about my family. Um, well, hey, guys, thank you all for joining with us, Taming the Tongues. Um, if you have any extra thoughts on this, any ideas, uh, um, reply, send stuff to us. You have ways to do that. Uh, we, you, have, you have ways to communicate with us now. Hey, remember, we're trying to get to all of the states. We got 16. I want to hit two more states this week. Let's go. So let's go. We got some of the middle. We got some of the Midwest we haven't hit yet. Come on, BB fam. So let's come on, BB fams. Uh, let's get that. Thank you guys for joining us. Y'all are awesome. See you next and time. We'll see you next time.